Marco Torres is the founder of MarketingBoost.com. He has helped thousands of business owners worldwide boost sales and scale their business by using incentive-based marketing. This episode, you will learn how to increase sales and marketing through the use of value-add incentives instead of discounts. By the age of 12, I was featured on the front page of the newspaper that I was selling as the biggest rob they'd ever seen built. So uh, my dad, I found that, I completely forgot about that. The other day, I'm digging through the archives of my father's stuff that I was cleaning out my parents' old house and uh, came across a file with my name on it and pulled out. My dad had all these stuff about me. And one of them was the newspaper clipping when when I was featured on the front page. (laughs) Wow. So when you say you built the biggest route, you had other people working for you or you were doing this this whole route yourself? No, actually, I did end up leveraging. One of my early lessons in life is I um, uh, leveraged relationships and friends and put people to work with me. So I, I had a couple of buddies of mine helping me deliver the papers and meet me at those days if you have to meet like at six in the morning or five thirty in the morning and and unclip the bags, put them you know in our in our satchels and then go deliver. So I had helpers to help me deliver the routes. I focused on sales, door to door sales back then, and so you know I had to sell the subscriptions. And then in those days there was no internet to pay for it, so I had to go back door to door to collect the collect cash or checks from everybody for their subscription. So it was, you know, knocking on doors to sell the subscription, knocking on doors to collect my my money. And then I'd have to have a bookkeeping to organize, you know, who still owes me money and how much I'm paying to the to the newspaper company for the papers they drop off. And uh, my dad back then taught me how to organize, you know, a, a simple spreadsheet type thing so that I could um you know, manage all that. It was like before computers too. So <laughs> it was quite an involved thing to do because you had to, you know, be writing it by hand and any mistake you make, you might have to cross it out, but there's only so many times you can cross out yeah. if you've got a grid of information. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so with that being your first entrepreneurial effort, what was, what was the next thing that came after? Did you do the paper round for a long time? And then you kind of was like, okay, cool. Let me do something else. Or was it like you did that for a bit and then you stopped and then you had another idea? Yeah, I did that. And, um, uh, you know, I actually had an exit plan, but I didn't realize it, but I sold the paper, (laughs) sold the route, got some cash out. It wasn't a big deal, you know, but I got to sell the route out. And then I didn't really do anything else until I got out of high school and went to college for uh, about a year and a half and realized college was not for me. Uh, I just didn't want to stay in school anymore. And I wanted to be in business. So I can. I leveraged uh, more relationships. I convinced my older brother, who'd come back from college, and my mother, who was an excellent Mexican cook, and uh, convinced the family to open a Mexican restaurant. And um, we ended up opening five restaurants in five years. And then I broke off and opened a nightclub as well on my own with another partner. So by the time I was 23, I, owned, I was part owner of five restaurants and a nightclub. And, uh, you know, so early on and then from there, we sold those restaurants to Taco Bell when they first, you know, wanted to come into the island of Puerto Rico where we had done all of that. So they they bought our, our restaurants at the, in the food courts. And then we went, um, uh, I went on eventually to work for others in the food and beverage industry as director of marketing, a big hotel and casino. Uh, I was in the corporate world after that. And 
and got into internet marketing. And here's where, Sam, I've, I've been really uh, had an opportunity to explode sales with internet marketing. Back in the early, in the mid 90s, I got involved in internet marketing before Facebook, before Google. Uh, I was a, I think I was a spammer before they called it spam. I was doing a, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing 100 million emails a month out of a bunch of servers in my garage, plus everybody's, uh, every uh, every other affiliate marketer out there with email marketing. Because back then, people loved email. There was Everybody had their AOL account. And when you got email, it would be, ping, you got mail. Yeah. And and everybody, you know, people loved it. You know, nowadays, it's like, oh, my God, you know, can't take how much emails you might be getting. <laughs> But uh, so I've seen the Internet evolve uh, from the early days. I've been involved in, you know, uh, and generated over a billion dollars in sales throughout my life with, you know, my own companies or or the, my clients. And um, uh, today we've uh, my most recent project that I'm really thrilled about is a company we call marketingboost.com. Yeah. And so when you got back, well, not back, when you got into marketing back in the 90s, what did it look like then? Because I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a user of the internet back then, but I was a very young child. So, what were you selling? What were you marketing to people? Was it, you know, certain products, or was it the idea of growing your business online? Was that an idea back in the nineties? It may have been an idea, but it wasn't for me. I was selling travel, right? So I was promoting. I was uh, uh, selling travel, travel packages, uh, discount travel. And it was really via, you know, email marketing was the main machine that I was doing at the time. We had, you know, I did have websites, obviously landing pages from those email marketing strategies. People would land on a, you know, a, a website that we would build, which were, which back then was, was pretty intense to build because there weren't all of these easy, quick, you know, website builders. Um, so it was, it was hard, you know, it was harder to have technology that, you know, certainly wasn't as effective as it was is today. And the good thing is it didn't need to be back then because back then the website was all about, you know, nobody wanted to buy from anybody on the internet anyway. Back then they wanted to pick up the phone and call and buy over the phone. Mm. So the internet was growing. It was new. It was, and, and people were, they loved opening their email. It was like a, the Sunday coupon book. They wanted to see what, you know, what the offers were and they'd click and, and then if they liked the offers, you know, they'd pick up the phone and, and call. So you needed to have a call center operation. And uh, I built a call center operation to almost 2,000 telemarketers in the early 2000s. And, um, you know, the email was a big part of making those phones ring. And so um, I guess your, the question was, uh, what was I selling? So, yeah, it was, it was mostly travel. We did dabble in different, you know, retail products and what have you as well. Um, but uh, it was it was really overall relatively simple because it was you know creating landing you know emails that had great calls to action scarcity and urgency you know call now the landing pages were one of the things that I did early on which was was really cool when it, when when pay per click started coming out um, you know before Google it was pay per click it was overture it was. Uh, uh, SGs, AOL, and so on and so forth, but um, Yahoo, but uh, Google eventually really refined the pay-per-click business. And um, one of the things that I used to do in the early in the early two thousands with pay-per-click, it was it was we I would have I would have six or seven websites, and and I would you know Google used to be able to used to be able to 
bid to be in the top three at the top of the page. And then there was the sidebar bids for another 10 or so places you could place bids there. And then on the bottom of the page. So I was, would run ads with different from different websites, different companies. And uh, so I would make sure I had one place in the top three, one at number six number, another one number eight, number nine, the other down below at 10 or 11. And they would land, you know, similar offers with different landing pages, different websites, but basically all roads led to Rome. So there was, there, when they picked up the phone to call, they were all going to the same call center. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, so call, when... and the call centers to be answering, you know, OrlandoVacationStore.com or Florida Vacation Store. How can I help you? <laughs> it was and so, and so using all these websites as a, as a lead generation tool back then, how important was the kind of copy or the copywriting? Because you said that you were using all the things that people talk about now, which is scarcity and, you know, the, the buy now thing. H- how did you kind of build those copywriting skills and how important did you find it? Were you always tweaking the copy? Oh, always tweaking, always uh, improving, always looking for ideas. I tell you why, copy is as important today as it was then, maybe more so, because um, nowadays, of course, there's just so much more competition, so to speak, online that we had at that time. And uh, so, you know, yeah, copy is, is very, very important. I can tell you right now, one of the books that I use consistently for my copywriting today to help is with it is a book called hypnotic writing i'd recommend this to anybody who's who's in the internet or marketing space period you've got to have a you know here's this book called hypnotic writing by joe vitale and it's an incredible book on on a on how to engage people practically hypnotize them to keep reading from the first paragraph and to read the second paragraph and stay involved in the third paragraph or to take action and click the click where you want them to click and so forth so it's a really powerful book i recommend anybody who's in the business of trying to sell anything get your hands on that book and to me it's like on my desk whenever i'm writing i'm pulling it up to remind myself of of ideas selling selling keywords, what keywords to leave out, words that you can, you know, plug in that just keep the client asking for more and engage for just a little bit more until you take them to whatever your call to action is, is click here, buy here, book an appointment now, whatever the, 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 the call to action is. And, and for you, you use a thing called value add incentives, which is also a form of, you know, a marketing tactic or a marketing kind of vehicle. Can you talk me through what value add incentives are? Absolutely. So uh, that's really what marketingboost.com is all about, which we'll get into a little bit. But whether or not you use a service like ours with marketingboost.com, adding value is a matter of, uh, for example, let's say, you know, Oh, buy one, get one free, right? We all know studies have been have been made and it's been proven by psychological studies that people respond more to additional bonus widgets, bonus um, units, bonus time period, you know, uh, buy one, get ones, uh, you know, buy this product A, get product, you know, B to go with it for either a small upgrade or free. Uh, those bonus value add offers that you can add to your call to action is going to be much more powerful than 10, 20% off. Um, so what do I mean by that? All right, let's say you're a business coach 
Well, you could be saying, hey, um, uh, hire me for, you know, it's a month to month commitment, no annual commitment. However, you and I both know it's going to take us a few months working together for you to start really seeing the results. So if you stick with me for six months on the six month anniversary, I'm going to reward you with the seventh month free. Or you know, if you hire me for 12 months, I'm going to give you 13, the 13th and 14th month free. If you're a gym membership, you might do something similar, right? You go ahead and pay in advance for 90 days and we'll give you the fourth month free. So in other words, you know that most gym memberships, people start and by the time 90 days comes around, they're not going there anymore. So <laughs> you're giving them the fourth month free, doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> or the 13th month or whatever, because the odds are they're not, they're not even coming back to the gym. But um, uh, with Marketing Boost, what we do is we provide, we've come up with an incredible win-win-win uh, relationships where we have we provide complimentary hotel stays in over 125 destinations around the world and hotel savings cards and restaurant vouchers. Those are the three types of incentives that we provide on a subscription model. So as a Marketing Boost member for, by the way, it's only $37 a month, you have the ability or a business owner has the ability to give away an unlimited amount of these travel incentives to enhance their offer or to add value, as I mentioned, versus discounting. So you can do it with your own products or widgets. You can add additional you know, units of your own. You can do a, you know, buy my product A and I've got product B that's been sitting on the shelf for a while anyway. So I'm going to conclude product B. If you buy product A, you get product B included free or you buy my course A and I'm going to give you course B that I wrote last year is going to be included free. You know, so you're adding these values that possibly are things that won't cost you much because you're adding, you know, it's your, it's a bonus, you know, pre-recorded course that you did six months ago. Now you can throw it in free with your new course, uh, for example. And that's what I mean by adding value. But another, another uh, way to do that is to use the marketing boost incentives, which can be used to, to acquire leads, to do lead generation programs, you know, contests, sweepstakes. They can be used to, to reward folks for doing something you need done, like video testimonials, that you can be soliciting video reviews and then rewarding them with a with an incentive as a thank you for going through the extra effort of a selfie video, you know, uh, uh, talking about your product or service. We all need reviews right now. This is a huge tip, Sam. If you don't mind me elaborating on that idea of generating reviews, is that all right? Yeah, go go ahead. Honestly, this is this is your interview. So, as in anything you want to talk about, especially anything cool. that's useful to the listeners, is exactly what I want to hear. Yeah, well, Sam, if, if your listeners are in business for themselves of any kind, then, and I understand many of your listeners are, then b being, uh, you got to have reviews coming in consistently. Um, if, if your last review was, uh, you know, from 20, uh, 2018, then your, your, your social proof is not there. People need to see consistent new reviews coming in about you. And written reviews are great, but if you can get a few dozen video reviews all over your website, that's super powerful social proof. I mean, anybody can, uh, when we see written reviews, which we, all of us go check out the reviews often before we buy a product or service, we sometimes now get, you know, we're somewhat skeptical of even the, of the written reviews because it could be, you know, the owner wrote them himself or he could have paid somebody to write them or his friends and relatives wrote the reviews or, or who knows. 
video reviews are a little bit harder to fake. You know, you're looking at the people and you're seeing what they're saying. You're looking at their, and, and then of course, no one's going to watch them all, but if they just see a, pa- a page full of video, re- you know, testimonials about you, they're going to maybe watch one, but the fact that you have a dozen of them on there is like, okay, he's for real or his product or service is for real. And then they're ready to, you know, take action. So, but getting people to do that is a challenge. So here's what we did. When we were building one of our travel sites, I think you mentioned that you were done some research on me and knew we, we launched a travel site back in 2010 called bookvip.com. And that site was blowing up. I mean, we were doing really, really well, but we needed more. We wanted to have these video testimonials all over our website in order to, to uh, help us leverage additional sales. We're scratching our head going, how can we get people to do that? What would motivate them to actually you know, go out of their way and film a testimonial for us? So we came up with a plan to say, hey, we would do a survey when we expected them to be the most happy. Now, this is part of the, the tip that everybody should take away. You should all be doing a survey when you think your client should be the happiest with your product or service. So in our case, we knew that the day after check-in, they're likely to be at their peak of, uh, of being of happy at the hotel or the resort. So we'd send them an email and a text message with our automation platform. And we'd be saying, hey, uh, we see you've checked in by now. How is the hotel living up to your expectation? How has our service been so far? How's the hotel service? Would you give us a rating of one to five? How are we doing so far? And if they gave us a four or five, we would immediately send them back a message saying, fantastic, we're thrilled you're having a wonderful time. Would you please help us spread the word? Do us a huge favor. Help us spread the word about this particular resort brand and, and our brand. And if you do that, so film a selfie video at the, from the pool, the beach, the bar, the restaurant, whatever you like most about that resort, we will reward you with a bonus complimentary hotel stay on us, a three-night stay in your choice of Orlando or Las Vegas. And then we started generating dozens of these video reviews and then hundreds, and we were putting them all over our website, leveraging those into thousands of more sales. Before we knew it, I mean, we now have over 30,000 video testimonials from happy travelers from all of the different resorts we represent. And um, uh, so then what happened was these people started to raise their hand and say, hey, I want to use that trip to Orlando or Las Vegas that you, you know, promised me. And now we're like scratching our heads, shoot, that's getting expensive. We got to pay for those rooms. <laughs> so... So we said, we got to come up with a way to not have to pay for these rooms. And so we reached back out to our travel partners, the hotels, and we said, look, we know you've got a problem. The problem is your hotel, you're full on some weekends. You're full for certain holidays. You're full for peak seasons. You're full for for special events. But most of the year, 70% of the year, 30% of your rooms are empty, are unsold. And we can help you fill those rooms with warm bodies, couples, families, individuals that are going to spend money at the restaurant, the bar, the casino, the gift shops, the room service, the excursion desks and the activity desks, and so on and so forth. And so the hotels, we got a few to participate in Orlando and Vegas, and that was like gravy. Now we, we were able to fulfill our own giveaways, our own incentives we were able to fulfill them to with these hotels that were participating. Now, of course, somebody had to still pay the government taxes because even if the room was free, the government sees a check-in, they're expecting to get paid their taxes and tourism fees and so forth. So we just turned that into, okay, we'll do a disclosure, a proper disclosure. We'll tell the guests, look, 
We're giving you the complimentary. You got to get your own airfare to Orlando or Vegas. You got to, we're going to give you the hotel stay free. You're on the hook for airfare, food and beverage, and of course, government fees and taxes. So we disclose that they have to pay their, their good taxes. And uh, again, now we're able to give away these complimentary trips. We thought, can you imagine if we got hundreds of hotels around the world to participate with us in this? And if we could, this would be an entire business by itself. So that's what we did. We reached out and we focused on, we now have over 125 destinations participating, sexy places like, you know, or I said earlier, Orlando, Las Vegas. We have three night stays in San Diego, Myrtle Beach, Daytona Beach, Miami Beach, uh, Atlanta, Manhattan, 30 destinations in the U.S. Then we have places like five nights in Hawaii, five nights in Cancun, Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, four nights in Cabo San Lucas, uh, five, four nights in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, seven night stays in, in uh, uh, Phuket, Thailand, uh, seven nights in Bali, uh, three night stays all over Europe and Australia. So in other words, now we have clients around the world that use our service and we're helping that win, 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 I told you about. It's a win for the Marketing Boost member because they have the ability to give away these high value travel incentives that can boost their sales and what have you. We'll get into more ideas on how to do that. We have um, uh, we have the, the Marketing Boost member wins. The hotel wins because they're getting some revenue versus none. They're getting people to upgrade room types, uh, spend money on the property, book additional nights, stuff like that. And then we have the client wins because they got... Uh, dramatically discounted, you know, essentially a free hotel stay. And uh, all they did was pay the government taxes and so forth. So it's a win-win-win for all. It's even a win for the entire travel industry as people are, you know, getting back on, you know, especially after COVID now. And mind you, we've never seen more usage of these certificates than we're seeing right now. It's I call it revenge travel. People are, <laughs> these, now is the best time ever to consider using marketing boost incentives because People are sick of being locked down and so forth. And there's incentives are just, you know, really going out, really helping a lot of business owners be successful. Yeah, most definitely. And I feel like as well, the thing is with Marketing Boost, what it sounds like has happened is you had one business, you realized the key strengths of that business and then flipped it into a whole new business, which is a, a skill that a lot of entrepreneurs don't use. But now you've built Marketing Boost out and it, it you know, it is its own type of thing. How can a, a small business, apart from, you know, offering hotel stays and all this kind of stuff, how can a small business use Marketing Boost to kind of differentiate itself from the from the crowd? A good, good question. That is one of the key ways to use Marketing Boost is to use these incentives to to stand out from a from a in the busy marketplace. So let's suppose you're doing, you know, webinars, for example, to get people in front of your, you know, to explain your product and service. So you're running, you know, promotions to and, and buying ads and to drive people to register for a webinar. Well, you could add to your webinar, for example, the value add of a marketing boost incentive. And you could be saying, by the way, don't forget to register for this webinar. But we're also as a bonus for, for those that join the, you know, that are on the webinar, we're giving away two trips to Cancun, Mexico, five night stays in Cancun at the end of the webinar. So don't forget, register and stay and be engaged in the webinar. So once the webinar starts, 
You're going to be reminding them, by the way, at the end of the show, we're giving away. And by the way, podcasters can do this as well. I know a number of podcasters using our incentives this way. So they're enticing people to come to the, you know, be on a live uh, podcast show or so forth. Because at the end of the webinar, the show, the live event, we're going to be giving away a few of these trips and we're giving them to the most engaged listeners. Uh, so when we ask questions, make sure you're responding. When we ask you to, you know, raise your hand and chat here, do this, do that. You know, post on Facebook, share this, you know, share this, uh, share this with your friends. You can ask people to do different things like that in, in exchange for a chance to win these complimentary hotel stays. So even though you as a Marketing Boost member have the ability to give away as many of these as you want, we rec we teach and recommend that you create scarcity and urgency so that you, you know, you, you make hold that high perceived value. You don't want to give them away like candy. So you want to make them like, hey, I'm, I've got three to give away on this webinar. There's a hundred people on the webinar. So we're going to pick three winners. So I'm hoping to see some engagement here. I'm hoping to see some likes. I'm hoping to see some shares, you know, let's get this going and keep that excitement going. I've seen people grow a Facebook group, for example, excuse me, growing a social media group, a Facebook group, running uh, contests. So they would run a contest every week. This week we're giving away whatever the, the Facebook group is about. They can be using the travel as a, for example, Hey, we're, we've got this great relationship with our travel partner, Redeem Vacations, which is the company that we built to fulfill these complimentary trips. Your client, as a Marketing Boost member, your client never hears about Marketing Boost. Mm. They're going to they're gonna receive a certificate from Redeem Vacations. They're going to log into redeemvacations.com to activate it. They're going to have 18 months to travel. There's no hoops to jump through, no timeshare presentations. It's, it's really <laughs> No golf clubs, use. no free golf clubs to get or anything like that that exactly so that's the, the other key issue that our, our competitor we're not the first to open to be involved in the travel incentive business but we revolutionized it we made it really one affordable for anybody to use second easy to use for the client most of our competitors they make them nearly impossible to use i was talking to a lady just on the call before this who used to use a, a competitor's product of ours and she was telling me how their certificate their travel certificates required the customer to go through 13 steps to actually book travel. And in our case, it's it's as easy as one, you, you pay the activation fee, which covers those government taxes I told you about. And that can be paid for either by the client, like most of our members do, or the Marketing Boost member can pay it. If they made enough money on your product, I mean, if you're selling a, a $20,000 car or you, know, you might make enough profit, you might say, I'll pay the activation fee for the client. Or do what most of our members do. They, they just do a proper disclosure, like I talked about a minute ago, and then they let the client pay the taxes. And so the activation fee gets paid. They log into a website and they've got 18 months to select travel dates, put in the dates they want to go, see the hotels that are participating, click, you know, and book it. And it's an instant confirmation, instant gratification, and they're on their way. So it's no, no hoops, no timeshare, no nothing real easy. So I was talking about the guy using growing a Facebook group. So that's mm -hmm. another way you can you can grow a Facebook group. You know, I had one guy grow from zero to ten thousand members in ninety days, running these contests to create engagement. You know, share with your friends and get a chance to win a trip to Cancun. Next week it's Las Vegas. Next week it's whatever. Um, I can go on with more ideas on how a business owner could use them. Sam, can I keep hugging the microphone? Keep doing it. I'm <laughs> loving this. Honestly, this is like high energy. I'm thinking like, whoa, my brain's going like crazy. So keep going, Marco. Honestly, I I'm loving it. Good. So more ideas for a business owner to grow using marketing moves. Let's suppose, here's a simple idea. Lead by giving. 
Okay, any business you're in, plumber to, I mean, I, I really have everybody, and we have our Facebook group alone. Our Facebook group has almost 28,000 entrepreneurs in the group. What, what's the name of the Facebook group? It's called Marketing Boost uh, Official. Hang on. <laughs> uh, should know this by memory, right? <laughs> anyway, you got to just search for Marketing Boost here, and then it's uh, uh, Marketing Boost Value Add Incentives is the name of the group. Value Value Add Incentive Based Marketing. Lovely. So, uh, but so yeah. just search for Marketing Boost and you'll find it. Lovely. Anyway, twenty eight thousand members in there, and we share ideas and teach each other how to how to succeed. So, one of the ideas that are a lot of it, uh, direct salespeople using insurance agents, realtors, uh, you know, plumbers, you name it. What they'll do is lead by giving, which means they're supporting local nonprofits, local fundraising organizations, anything from like a, the local football uh, team that needs to raise money for football gear. You might come into the to the you know to the up to the nonprofit or the fundraising deal. Say, look, I my firm, me and my company would like to sponsor this fundraising, and we're going to give you six vacations that you're going to be able to auction off raffle off uh, minimum bid or whatever you want to do. And as you give these vacations away, you could or sell them or, you know, or auction them off rather uh, you get to keep a hundred percent of the money. And all I ask is that, you know, for, let me speak to the audience for a few minutes before the auction, a couple of, you know, just to give them an elevator pitch about what we do and why we're sponsoring this fundraiser. So you can position yourself as the authority, as the philanthropist, as the, the giver, the good guy, the hero in the community by helping raise funds for the football team or for the local, for the church or whatever it might be. And now, and you're also say, by the way, this is what I do. I'm the financial advisor. If you're, uh, you know, ever looking to get insurance for this or for that, or you want me to review your 401k or finances or taxes, I've got tons of tax companies that use our services. They say, book your, do your taxes with us and get a complimentary hotel stay on us. Um, or they might, I've got insurance agents that do quote like, hey, if I can't beat one guy's simple page, his, his, his offer, his Facebook ads are just like this. If you, if I can't beat, or if I can't give you this similar or better offer and save you money, if I can't save you money with a similar or better offer on your insurance rates, then I will, my guarantee is I'm going to give you a complimentary hotel stay, your choice for Orlando or Las Vegas. If I can't beat or meet what you've got going on right now, not meet. If I can't give you a better product, you know, for less money, my guarantee is I'll send you on a complimentary hotel stay on me. So he's getting people to book appointments going, well, shit, if you can't, excuse my language. <laughs> no, you can swear. You can swear all you like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got people going, you know, holy schmucks, you know, okay, what have I got to lose? If he can save me money, great. If not, I get a free trip to Can or, you know, to Las Vegas. Mm. So he's got appointments left and right. And he's given away hundreds of these, you know, it doesn't cost him anything to give. In the end, he could say, look, I can, I'll give you the complimentary trip anyway mm. when you, if you go ahead and, you know, uh, sign up for the services with me. And so that's an example of using it to, uh, to, to, to book appointments. Others use it to actually to entice people, hey, book a, book a, a 15-minute no-obligation appointment with me, and I'm going to give you a $200 hotel savings card just for showing up on time for the appointment. We know your time is valuable, so is ours. So if you'll show up for that appointment, your book, I'm going to give you a $200 hotel savings card for showing up. And then once you got them on the phone and you're making your whole spiel, 
Now you might say, by the way, I do have a special promotion we're running right now. If you do get involved with us, you hire us to build your website, you hire us to do your Facebook ads, you whatever your business is, when you hire us to take care of this, uh, if you do it before the end of this week, uh, if you go ahead and sign up before 5 p.m. tonight or before, before Friday, today's Wednesday, if you can do it before Friday, I'm going to go ahead and reward you with a bonus trip if you, you know, for six days and five nights in Cancun or what have you. Uh, you might, you know, create that scarcity and urgency. For the next five clients, I have five of these trips left. So for the next five clients that sign up for this, they're going to get the following reward. And I've only, I still have three left. So what do you say we go ahead and, you know, sign up for the program <laughs> yeah. and use it as a closing tool, so to speak. Yeah. So they can be used for closing tools. Like, ah, here's another idea, Sam. They can be used to solve customer service problems. Let's suppose you are a you know retail, uh, online retailer and you ship somebody the wrong product. And now they're upset, they're complaining, they're threatening to write a negative review, they're threatening to call the Better Business Bureau, they're just whatever, all bad out of shape. Well, you could get on the phone with them and say, listen, we're you know super sorry we, we're, we're, that we made that mistake, we're gonna make it right, we're gonna ship you the right product. You can keep the one you have, you just, we wanna make it right. But on top of everything else, since you've been so aggravated, Here's what I can do for you. I'm going to give you a $500 hotel savings card just for the aggravation that we've put you through. And uh, I'm going to email you that immediately and text it to you as well. That's good at over a million hotels worldwide, and it will save you money compared to booking a room on Expedia. So uh, uh, what's your email address? I have it right here. Can I confirm that? Let me send you your, you know, your, your hotel savings card. And essentially you're helping, you know, maybe, maybe helping bring down that level of, of, anger that your client might have solve the the customer service issue and turn an angry customer who's about ready to go write negative reviews into an evangelist for your brand and maybe even get a positive review out of them after the fact so there's just a myriad of ways that you can use these types of incentives to uh, to enhance your business to engage clients to generate referrals to testimonials to you name it yeah, so, most definitely. I think what I'm realizing is is that there's so many different applications for marketing boosts. It's not always just for people that are doing, you know, straight, you know, sales or or coaching calls or anything like that. It's like literally any products or service or anything you have, you can use marketing boost or, you know, the same kind of value-add incentive model to, well, I guess the best way to put it is, is to kind of sweeten the deal or make the deal better or sometimes even to close the deal. So I was wondering, do you have any like secret tips for marketers or just for business owners in general that, you know, they can use to get more leads or even to build more leads outside of, you know, well, actually, no, including value-based incentives? Yeah, with value-add incentives or without uh, tips on generating leads. You know, I do have an, a, another uh, serve, another some other products that we offer, mind you, uh, we have a page called marketingboostsolutions.com. And on Marketing Boost Solutions, one of the key factors of software is we recently rolled out, we call it uh, uh, Social Lead Connector. And what this does, it, it helps you, it, it's, a, it's a Facebook Chrome extension software that once you set it up properly, it helps you go out and solicit, like having a robot go out and solicit um, contacts from other Facebook groups that you might be on, from competitors' ads, and it'll help you start conversations with people one-on-one -on -one 
that let's say it's a competitor's ad. Let's suppose I uh, uh, I sell uh, swag. You know, I swell I swell T-shirts with you know your branded name on it, and that's what I that's the product that I'm selling. For example, well, I could go out and and, and look at ads of all of my competitors, their Facebook ads, and I could look at the people and have my software look at the people that liked it loved it, that clicked on it, that reacted to it, or that shared it, or that made a comment in the in the Facebook ad. And my software could go out and start a conversation with everybody who took a reaction or a comment or a share and reach out to them and, and, and in an automation of robots contacting them to start a conversation. And each conversation is slightly different when I set it up properly. So it doesn't look like I'm just copy pasting every single person in the group. Every every conversation might be started out with, hey, Sam, the next one is, hello, Sam, the next one is, uh, uh, you know, and then so they all have a different, you know, greeting and then the the message in the middle. And it might be, Sam, I see you were interested in the uh, swag over here from swag.com. I recommend you check out Marco swag, you know, over here. This is, you know, I do it for better, for less and so on. And just start a conversation, you know, a conversation and you might get them to, you know, since they were interested, you're really, you're poaching your competitors ads essentially and grabbing them over to yourself to start a conversation with it. You can be doing that yourself or you can hire a virtual assistant. Once those people have actually responded to your initial conversation, you could have a virtual assistant to start continuing the conversation, leading them down your road, having them click over to a website where you've got a sales funnel or what have you and turn that into a lead who then you're nurturing and turning it into a client. Uh, that software is amazing. Then there's a, a add-on to that or a, 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 a bonus to that called My Messenger CRM. And it's a software to, to, uh, to turn your contacts in your Facebook uh, personal profile and manage them with, you know, with tagging them, labeling them, putting notes on them, even automatically sending out a message to everybody on their birthday inside of the, on their, on their birthday inside of their Facebook contacts. So you never miss anybody's birthday again, and you can start a conversation with anybody in your contact list, at least on their birthday. So that's some software that we offer that that can really be super powerful at starting at generating. I use it for these podcasts. So I use the software to solicit podcasters and I start conversation with them as uh, going, hey, are you a podcaster or a guest speaker? Mm. You know, I, I join podcast groups and I have my automation platform start conversations. Are you a podcaster or a guest speaker? And then they'll reply, no, I'm a pod. Actually, I'm both. I do podcasts and oh, really? Well, what do you speak about? You know, and then because I jump in, start a conversation. What are you speaking about? Because I'm getting ready to launch my own podcast. I may need you. Or <laughs> what? what's your show all about? Oh, well, great. You know what? I, I, if you ever need a speaker about marketing, here's what I do. And I'm actually being booked now on two and three shows a day, which is I just want to get the word out about Marketing Boost and the, the podcast that I found to be a very effective way of of um, reaching people without always spending ad dollars. So yeah. So, I was going to ask you about that, about, you know, using marketing tools when you have a, a small budget or no budget. So you said, you know, marketing is something like $39 a month, which is quite affordable. But also it's one of those things where even if you had marketing boost, you still need to be able to tell, you know, 10, 100, 1,000 people. So do you have any kind of tips and tricks about, you know, say we've got marketing boost, so we've got a great incentive. How can we organically build up an audience or even approach an audience without much of a marketing budget because some people's marketing budgets 
are, you know, millions and tens of thousands a month. And a lot of people that are doing startups have probably say like a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. And, uh, uh, one of the ideas I'd suggest is start a Facebook group. Uh, it's free to start a Facebook group. It, uh, it, you should consider spending some ad dollars to try to get people, you know, to, to solicit people to join your Facebook group. But that's a pretty, it, that's a relatively uh, easy decision. The call to action is to join your free Facebook group. So it's not, it's not going to immediately generate revenue, but it's getting them to join your group. And what does the group do? Well, now it, the, with your Facebook group, here's where you have the opportunity to to be posting quality content, to be sharing, you know, interesting stuff that that your people that join the group are going to see you as the authority, the expert, the what have you. And then, of course, because they're in your group, now you're reaching out to them personally to, uh, hey, let's book an appointment. What, you know, what, 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 uh, what was your interest in joining the group? How can I help you with this and that? And you're, you know, you've got an opportunity to nurture and build a relationship slowly uh, with that person until they tr like and trust you to say, well, let's let's book that appointment, let's chat, and then once you've got that going on, you know they see you as that authority to buy your product or service. So a Facebook group or a uh, Instagram group, or you know, but my ex my ex my expertise has been on Facebook groups, and I think it's it's currently a very very powerful tool, and it's uh, uh, other than the time it takes. It is work. You do have to be, you know, coming up with quality content and otherwise it'll just get stale. So you do have to be uh, either doing it yourself, coming up with value add, value add content that's going to keep your your new, your members that are joining seeing a value of being a part of that group. And then you're doing promo cycles within your group to whatever your product or service is. Yeah, uh, which might include the marketing boost incentives to get them to take action to book an appointment or to join a webinar or what have you. Yeah, uh, we've been talking a lot about how when things go right, things go amazing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what would be your advice for when something doesn't quite work out with marketing? You know, so say you have done everything, you've got the value add incentives, you've built up your Facebook group, and you've got say ten thousand people in there, and you think surely ten percent of these people want to be part of my business or want to work with me so you know but it's not working out that way so what are your kind of tips and tricks for troubleshooting or figuring out when things aren't going so right yeah well you do have to know your numbers and you do have to uh, be willing to uh, pivot uh, step back take a look you know and and figure well, this is not working it's not generating the revenue i need Maybe I'm selling the product or services too cheap, so I need to, you know I need to be reaching a higher you know targeted market with more more uh, more that can afford a higher more higher price, or whatever. There's there's a million things you may have to do to 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 pivot and twist and change. And one of the things you need to do there is constantly be learning, constantly be training, constantly be following what others do. And one mistake that a lot of business owners don't do is they're, they're wearing blinders in the sense that they're only really focusing on what do other people do in my niche? What do, if I'm an insurance agent, what are other insurance agencies doing or other insurance agents doing? And so they're only focusing on, well, what's my competitor doing? I should be doing the same. 
when what you need to be doing, in, in my experience, is study all kinds of industries. N notice, become an uh, 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 become a, a a a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, learn to love other people's marketing. Don't ignore it. Don't be annoyed. Don't be annoyed by spam email. Open those emails. Look at them. What is it that made you? What was the subject line that got you to your attention to open it? In the in the in the creative, did it? Was it good? Was the was the was the hypnotic writing good in that email? That if you had if you had any interest at all in that product or service, you might be willing to take action and click on it. And what about the things you actually do click on and buy that are unrelated to your product or service? What about was it that you saw in an ad that made you click and buy that? blouse that shirt those shoes that those new glasses whatever it is you know new if you took action on somebody else's product or service study what is it that got you to buy and then say can i could i use any of those ideas in my own marketing you know i'm copy paste man it's not that hard you don't reinvent the wheel you can you can model others, especially in different niches, different industries, model what they're doing, bring it to your industry. And now you're going to stand out from the crowd because you're going to be doing it slightly different because you're bringing an idea that you saw to from somebody selling camera equipment uh, for podcasting or, you know, what have you. And you're going to be plugging it in to to your you know selling the uh, microphones or whatever <laughs> you're yeah. going to use that what you learned and that's you know so you're going to take those ideas some of that wording some of that in, in hypnotic writing some of those you're going to take some of the techniques they used you know the sales funnel they built and how they how they moved you through and then at the end of the page you decided to finally click and buy what ideas can you borrow from somebody else's sales funnel, somebody else's sales process uh, that you liked? Uh, and that was, you know, maybe you, maybe you didn't complete the purchase, right? You went through, you, you gave them your name, phone number, and now you start getting a series of emails from that, other, that, that company. And it eventually convinced you to purchase it. Study that, go, wow, they had a great follow-up. They had a great text message series. They had a great... Uh, email series of text messages. Um, uh, they had, you know, they had a good telemarketing caller who called me and actually had me book an appointment, you know, and so we can be annoyed. I got a telemarketing call, oh, another telemarketing call and be annoyed and hang up on it. Or might you listen to the sales pitch and learn from it? You know, and realize this was a terrible sales pitch. I would not use that. Or if it was a good sales pitch, you're like, damn! That was, I, what, what did he just say? And write that down, because you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use some of that in my. I need to change my script for my telemarketing staff and so forth. The other tip I would tell business owners to do, uh, Sam, I think many business owners uh, they want to do everything themselves, and because they might be on a low, on a tight budget, they figure that they have to do everything themselves, and. When you, if you're thinking small and you're doing everything yourself, you will be small and you will stay small. So you've got to reinvest as money starts coming in. You've got to reinvest it immediately into one more marketing. 
If you if you found marketing is beginning to work, if you're putting in two dollars and you're spitting out five, then now start putting in ten, so you can spit out fifty, you know, twenty. Yeah. And so you got to put put more money. As soon as you find the ads that are working, up the butt, you know, put more money in. Two, start look. You've got to surround yourself with a team of people that are better and smarter than you. You know, I'm not a tech guy. Uh, I've, I've never been super techy. So I've had to hire, I hire people that are better than me at that. I have a team of people now in India that are do our technology stuff. I've got uh, another team in Pakistan. I've got another IT staff in Australia. I've got salespeople and customer service in the Philippines, you know, but, but we started small, you know, started with one uh, over, you know, virtual assistant overseas, helping me with a, with a particular project. You know, on Fiverr, you know, you might say, oh, I'll do my own logo design. Big mistake, man. Don't try to don't try to think you can do everything. Hire somebody on Fiverr for twenty five dollars and get your logo done. You know, and so don't you know, there's just in today's world, they're so easy to really find incredible talent, you know, and all over around the world that you can uh, find people in to do it, whether it be in your backyard or, or on the other side of the world who can help you get whatever it is you're stuck at. They can help you get it done and so that you can focus on the next big thing. The other thing is anything you do over and over every day, if you do, if you log in, wake up in the morning and you're doing the following steps to, for your business, those steps should be put into a business, into a process that you can call a, a business you know, process, and you can outsource that. Then you should be hiring a virtual assistant to do those, whatever it is that you do every day. And so that you can focus on the next big thing. After you take someone taking care of those basic functions, now you can focus on the next opportunity, the next sales pitch. Who am I going to, you know, where am I going to generate new revenue from? And uh, so if you're thinking bigger, you've got to start looking for virtual assistants to help you get the basics covered every day. Yeah. You seem so passionate about marketing and business in general, Marco. And I'm, I'm curious, what is it that brings you the most joy about what you do? Well, thank you for asking. It really is, uh, you know, as you climb the ladder of success, one of my one of my favorite type of quote really is, you know, I, I I define success as as helping others sow the succeed of success in others, and then helping in in and enjoying the fruit of the the the, the harvest. So I enjoy helping other business owners see successes. Other business owners begin to thrive versus just survive. And re I reward in, 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 I get reward out of knowing that, um, you know, I've helped people make uh, tens of thousands of dollars. Maybe, you know, I, I know of, of many clients that have made millions of dollars using my service for $37 a month. So <laughs> it's not... It's not like I'm making a killing on 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 every one of the clients that I've helped. Uh, you know, sometimes I think I should be charging a heck of a lot more. I had a guy who made five hundred thousand dollars in four days. Let me tell you how he did it, Sam. He had uh, he had built a huge list of subscribers that paid him ninety seven dollars a month for his brain power and his team of analytic guys on when to buy and sell stocks and when to buy and sell cryptocurrencies. And so they'd pay him 97 a month to be to get this, you know, up to date analysis of when to do this, you know, and take action to make money. 
And he found marketing booths and he came up with a campaign saying, look, you, you know, if, if you become our gold member and pay for six months in advance, you get this value, this value, this value, plus you get a four day, three night stay in your toys of Orlando or Las Vegas as a bonus. If you step up and become a platinum member or whatever he called it, and you pay us for 12 months in advance, we'll give you this bonus, this bonus, and your choice of six days and five nights in Cancun or Hawaii. Well, that promotion, well done with a great creative in an email. He ended up getting 300 of them to upgrade to the annual membership, which each one of those 300 paid over over $1,000. And he had about another 150 uh, step up and pay him for the six months, which was, you know, six, $700 a piece. In the end, he made almost $500,000 in five, in four and a half, five days. So, you know, now that's part of his ongoing process of after they use his service monthly, he comes back, you know, you know, with the time to upgrade you to six months in advance or a year in advance. And here's what you get. So he doesn't do that out of the gate because he needs people to test his service and use it and believe in his service for 97 a month and then go, damn, I'm making money. This works. I might as well pay for the year. Plus I get that trip as a bonus and he's created a loyalty program and he's created a, a reason to step up and pay for the year. And, um, uh, and that kind of, that's the thing that rewards me. That's why I get up out of bed is, you know, uh, what else can we do to help more business owners uh, thrive versus survive and at the same time, we're helping the travel industry. We're helping fill hotel rooms. We're helping uh, clients travel more affordably. And uh, we're helping people experience travel. In some cases, people, a lot of, I have, you know, hundreds of video testimonials from people saying we wouldn't have been able to make this trip if we had to pay full retail. So we, I get a, a joy out of that as well. So we're helping people travel more affordably. We're helping business owners thrive. We're helping resorts, you know, fill the rooms that are helping pay for staffing, gratuities for staff. It's just like one, every piece of it, of the puzzle, it continues to help the overall business community. Tell the listeners, where can they find you online? Yep, easy. Just go to marketingboost.com, sign up for a seven-day free trial. And after that, it's only $37 a month. By the way, I recommend you give yourself a trip yourself first to test the program. And I recommend you give yourself the Cancun trip. Right now, we brought on some amazing resorts in Cancun, a AAA-rated four-diamond hotels, family of hotels in Puerto Morales, uh, Riviera Maya, Playa del Carmen, and on the hotel strip, first-class hotels, with you know oceanfront that kind of thing so give yourself a trip experience it for yourself and you'll be an evangelist for our brand as well thank you sam marketingboost.com thank you for listening to people explained new episodes come out every monday we would appreciate it if you gave us a review on apple podcasts and shared this episode with a friend